<laughs> What's up, everybody? What the balls was that? <laughs> we got a new intro. I do not it, consent. It's spooky season. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. That's right. It is spooky season. We got a whole new intro. You can thank Joshua for the music and the audio, by the way. We've got a special guest tonight because we are going to be talking about the 2023 con season. That's right. For most of us, con season is now over. For those for who it's not over yet, it's really dwindling down now and coming to an end shortly. So we're going to be talking about our con season for 2023, what we're going to be up to during our off season, and uh, you know maybe what we've got planned for next year. We'll see if we get that far. Before we introduce our guest, which everybody already knows, um, we will introduce Mr. Aka over here. How are you doing, Jeff? Fucking terrible. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You want to let everybody know what's going on? You're so terrible what's today. What's going on? What's going on? Nope. I sure don't. Uh, as JS pointed out, we are being joined by the lovely town of Cutie and Comic Cutie. Since we did get to con with Cutie a couple of times this year, right? amazingly enough, uh, and we did got to con with for the first time this year, we got to see you twice. <clears throat> yep, that's <laughs> crazy. Uh, Heidi Ho, Geekerinos. Well, Heidi Ho, there, Miss Nada. How are you today? Keith is saying, Hola, amigos. Uh, my Spanish is a little rusty, but uh, hola as well. Jeff's still hungover from the beer zuka. I mean, I didn't drink it all by myself I'd like you should have out. we should have just I made you really do that you should have yes and then you're what like just pouring me home. i mean I, I was flying home the next day yeah so. i know i <laughs> yeah i i had to go and entertain the crowds as it were the crowds um hi everybody <laughs> hi the peter, hi, peter jarvis the tens of people um yeah <laughs> but uh for this for the subs bud well you know it's 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 all good it's all good uh, oh, we were doing that at the con too, by the way. We had some, we had some one rings. We had this one right here. Yeah, you could get one of these if you showed that you had <laughs> subbed to the channel. It's the only, it's the only finger it fits on. Okay, like cut me some same thing. I just, got, I got fat fingers. What am I gonna tell you? Hulk out and smash that like button. Absolutely, yes. We never mind. I can see your little mind twirling around there. No, it's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. Uh, JS. Yes. Help me out here, man. I feel like I'm I'm floundering. I'm a drowning man over here. Give us some direction. Where would you like to start? Do you want to get the Northern National Conversation out of the way, or do you want to jump into talking about the end of the con season and what? No, the I think we maybe we start with with talking <clears throat> reviewing our our con season so far. Right? We've all between the three of us. I mean, we've been to crap, probably like twenty cons. <laughs> At least, right? I, did, I think I did twelve or thirteen myself, and I'm well, not there. Done. You go, so, there you yeah. go. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we'd be remiss to not talk about what I think the first con of the year is usually March Comic Con for me, anyway. Right, the first con for everybody so else as well. Jealous now. For me, so. it was Calgary because that's in April. Yeah. So March Comic Con, um, or Toronto Comic Con, March Comic Con. We call it March Comic Con because you know, Toronto Comic Con and Fan Expo are run by the same company. Um, which is Fan Expo HQ. So yeah, we call it the March Comic Con. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, we had a great Comic Con this year. We were in the yeah. middle of the action. We, we had the 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 can another can in the Nikon 360 booth right across from us. Uh, you know, all of the uh community booths were together, other than the 501st, but everybody else was together. Um 
Comic Con, we had a real blast. We, that we even made some really new friends. Awesome. We made uh, right behind us were the Canadian Podcast Awards. Uh, That's right. Ken, and we got to hang out with them and spend some time with them. And they were mm-hmm. so super sweet, handing out drinks and snacks and stuff to all of the uh, community booths and stuff. So, Rob the Bad Guy saying Comic Con was the Toronto Comic Con. And at least our upper to this year but uh, toronto comic-con it definitely felt like we hit the ground running for sure mm-hmm. what do you what's that what's that what's that look for? where you're you're going robot a little yeah. bit there we're we're starting to lose you a little bit you're back oh. now but yeah okay well maybe i'm i don't know yeah who you're knows good now, you're good now. Off. <laughs> it's no it's not even season yet it's the home opener is not on yet i was just saying rob was saying that comic-con was the best uh, we it was definitely yeah. a good start for us for sure like you said we were kind of in the middle of everything so so cutie you said for you it was calgary what was calgary like uh calgary's really good actually it's almost the size of fan expo um but with all the construction going on it's a little bit more chaotic um because they have one entrance so you have to come like all the way around the building to get to the next building which is outside and across like a parking lot area mm-hmm. um, but it was good weather so that's amazing because either we had snow rain or sunshine um, last year we had snow so the parade got cancelled this year it was sunny and beautiful so we were able to do the parade in full force um, honestly it's one of the better cons here in Alberta just because we have the parade and it's a four day con as well the parade is such a good idea I wish they did that here in toronto it is so uh, a lot of people that come out mm-hmm. crazy and it's like for everybody like you don't have to be a professional you can just be anybody who wants to join it could be store-bought costumes homemade costumes anything they have celebrities in the parade they have the mayor that does opening ceremonies like it's so cool yeah the celebrities usually ride the parade like uh, in a convertible you know like they would back in the day right like they have yeah. celebrities riding the parade yeah uh, it's really fun and you're from there, right? You're from you're living. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> oh boy, it never gets old. Now, was Calgary the one where we had uh, our good friend who just waved to us? Not possible. There doing sort of a live remote for the one day. Yes. So she was there, um, and it was great to see her. Like it was, you know, it's amazing because I only get to see you guys usually once a year. But having her come to Calgary was fantastic. So I got to hang out with a bunch of people from Toronto, which is really cool. Um, she did some live stuff for you guys. There there um yeah i think i think this was her second or third time there i can't quite remember but the first time i seen her at the convention so yeah i believe she'd been there before she lived out there at one point Ah, there you go she had been there a few times before but back in the day before they moved into ontario so right uh yeah she was our intrepid reporter in the field and she uh yeah she filmed the whole parade for me and and that was dope i mean yep. yeah or we were matt right, actually filmed the parade but you know we were yeah. right by the front we were right after like the marching band and then they had like the kids in the mm-hmm. hall and then they had something and then they had our huge wrestling group right behind the next celebrity that was coming up so we were like literally the first people you've seen on the parade route <laughs> so i think there was like 14 or 15 different wrestlers from like back in the day wrestlers to the new age wrestlers so it was mm-hmm. really really fun wrestling has really gotten popular at the comic cons and and i do remember uh, when they first started to hit the comic con circuit all the all the nerds and the geeks were like what are wrestlers doing here this got nothing to do with like these guys don't belong they were all up in arms about it and now yeah. Like if you go to especially cons like Niagara Falls Comic Con is a good example where they have they specialize they they bring in a ton of wrestlers, and 
you can always tell where the wrestlers are in the celebrity areas because you can't move in that area. Yeah, it's always rammed with, yeah. with people. So, yeah, it's definitely like it, it's almost like they've they've become more uh, they're becoming more of a pop culture con than they are anything else. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's where the can cosplay card belt debuted was in Calgary. Oh, you mean my belt? You mean my championship my belt? belt? You mean my belt? Oh, Bitch. OK. That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, no one no one no one pinned me for it. So clearly it's it's my belt. But um, yeah, that's that's super cool. So after April. The Geeks and Co. Anyway, we would have gone right through to Fan Expo. Oh, right. As far as as a group, no, I, yeah. So as far as the Geeks and Co., yes. The next yes. show after Comic Con was Fan Expo. Yes. Uh, but there I were mean, shows we in between shows. that some yeah. of us did. Yes, we had our May the Fourth event that we did yeah. in London. We that did was amazing, by Day. the way. I I can't say enough how well that went and the amount of people that came out. And I was so, so happy with how that turned out. The London cosplay crew is bar none, the best cosplay crew around. I mean, you guys are awesome. Everybody showed up. Um, We sold out of our beer by like eight o'clock. That's fantastic. The cans and the keg. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was only able to get a six pack of beer to bring home, of which I only have one left. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I have one left as well. Actually, I have two because now I have uh, Steve's signed can that I have to give to him. Ah, well, that, but that's not one of yours. That's his. Yeah, I know. No, well, I mean, it, it might be mine. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, we sold out of our beer. Like, it was awesome. Like, awesome, awesome. I mean, we raised a little bit of money. We raised, didn't raise a ton of money, but for our first time. For for an evening, for what is this? What essentially was like a five-hour evening? I think we it's actually that. did pretty good. You know what I mean? For the time that we had, I think we did all right, especially since we were literally all the money we raised was just from raffle tickets. Like, I think we did pretty good. So yeah, May the Fourth was the best. Danny is saying so. And Chris May Gillings May is saying I'll be sure to be in London for May the Fourth next year. Yeah, you yeah, need to come for sure. yeah. And Chris is saying can't wait for a 2024 May the Fourth event. Yeah, you better have a friggin' Star Wars cosplay this time. Well, I'll try not. <laughs> Don't to, let I'll, Jeff zip you in. I'll Just try saying. not to bust the ass yeah. of your costume this time, Don't Chris. Let Jeff all... zip you in. He okay. Listen, he's got a Batman costume. It's got it doesn't have a U zipper. It's got a zipper straight up the back. He asked me to zip him up in the back. I didn't know he had a badonka donk, so I'm trying to fucking zip it up, and it just went. <laughs> like he literally had to take it somewhere and have it fixed because he's got too much ass, and suddenly it's my fault because it was my finger on yeah. the zipper at the time. It's not my fault. He does a million squats a day. Like that's my fault. I don't think that's my <laughs> fault. At all. I mean, if you would have paid time. attention yeah. to the booty, yeah. you wouldn't yeah, yeah, know yeah. there. I mean, <laughs> I think we all know. Anyways, so. That was very cool. That was a fun event. So then what would have been next for you, Cutie? Edmonton? Uh, no, it was actually GameCon Canada. Which oh, was GameCon in, in July. End yes. of June, yes. June, July? In July, yeah. In July? Yeah. So that was the first year it happened. Um, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was really great. The stage was fantastic. The setup was amazing. Everybody, it was like smooth going, things like that. But it was a lot smaller than I expected it to be. Mm. Um, 
mainly vendors. Like there, I'm used to having the halls filled with vendors, but the stage literally took up half of the main hall, which was fantastic. And they had stuff going on the stage all the time, but there was a very limited amount of vendors. Um, and I don't know if, cause it was the first con, if they didn't want to oversell vendor space or, you know, that type of thing, cause it does happen um, with being a new con. Everybody's like, is it going to be worth it? Stuff like that too. Yeah. But the vendors they had were amazing. Everybody seemed to be doing really, really well with sales. I did ask a couple of people that I knew and they said they were doing fantastic. They had a ton of things for families. They had a huge like um, gaming area, like the tabletop gaming and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like it was a really, really good event. Like I'm excited to see if they go bigger next year with more vendors. <laughs> yeah, they uh, I mean, they were on the show mm -hmm. um, four or five months before the con. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a conscious decision that they had made to. Yes not have a lot of vendors mm -hmm. um their way of seeing it was more on a fan side of things where you go to a con and they tend to sometimes turn into just these giant flea markets yeah right where it's just the same stuff being sold in every booth right so they made a conscious decision of they didn't want it to be that the I vendors think, that they were going to have were going to be very, very specific to the gaming exactly. industry. And that was amazing. And uh, I will say, like, um, when you go to conventions, or at least, like, Calgary and Edmonton for myself, um, if you want to play any VR or any of, like, the gaming mm -hmm. things, you have to pay. I loved the fact you did not have to pay when you went to GameCon Canada. You were able to go and play any of the games that they had set up, um, things like that. It was all free for you to just do. Like, it was really, really well done. Um but things like the free Warhammer paint figure, mm -hmm. where it was located was right by a main walkway. And it always had a crazy big line. So it was hard to navigate around. So things like that, which you don't see in foreshadowing, right? Until oh, so they had a lot of people there. They had a ton of people. Oh, right? oh that's good. Right? And the contest, oh, my God. Like, this is the contest that every cosplayer should have freaking signed up for. Like, they did cash prizes. They mm -hmm. did they had judges. The talent was mind-blowing like it was such a really good event so i do hope they bring it back next year and i do hope they do have some more vendors but more of like the like the warhammer painting sessions and things like that they don't have to be the pop figures they don't have to be the stuff that we see at every convention but more of like the game shops and things like that because the lines were crazy to play mm -hmm. anything so if you didn't have a ton of downtime to go and stand in line you didn't get to play the things that you wanted to and they weren't just like play one round and peace out like you got to finish a full like um smash bros whole round before they kicked you out so you got to play quite a bit on all of the game systems too so that was really cool let's give a, a quick shout out to our boy aaron from goes uh who does the mobile gaming throughout ontario same type of setup but it's always free no matter where he goes he does cne mm -hmm. he was just at yeah, windsor with us he's done some of the london cons as well uh yeah just has all the dopest setup js actually got a chance to to sit down and play some was it battlefront you were playing on the psvr it was battlefront uh it was like an x-wing fighter thing so yeah, I, don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean i know battlefront is more than just that but yes it's a it's i don't know if it's an expansion or if it's a side game or yeah. but it was dope as hell it was for ps4 i think the it was 5 
yeah, yeah. Or the first PSVR. PSV, yeah, it's PSVR nice. one. Yeah. yeah, and it was. I was playing dope. Duck Hunt, just so you guys know. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was okay, doing. that's a classic. That's yes, classical. exactly. That was that yeah. was pretty cool. But Aaron takes his stuff all over the place, and CK Expo actually, he's got a huge, huge place spot in CK Expo that they give him too. So, yeah, yeah so. maybe it was Squadrons. Maybe that's your. Maybe that's what it was. That sounds familiar. No, Star Wars Squadrons. Maybe yeah, it maybe. was. Yeah. Honestly, uh, and like going to other expos. Um, so you know how at Northern National they had like the stage in the middle of the vendors? Yeah. It's kind of the same idea that GameCon had it, where it was kind of like vendors mm -hmm. were all behind it and stuff like that. Um, so you could still hear everything going on while you were at the vendors. So it kind of brought you to the stage. I thought that was really, really smart. And it was very interactive. Like even the celebrities were at booths. So they weren't at like the booths at Fan Expo where you stand in a line and go and see. A lot of them were at like um warhammer booth and so you'd go there and you'd walk around the warhammer booth and then you could go and see like the people like it was really cool that way so it seemed like it was more based on the people who liked the games that they were in versus just i'm sitting here at a table come say hi so i think it did kind of sway people to go to those booths because they could also meet the celebrity as well as you know look at the merchandise um and they had full-fledged games and stuff happening right on the main stage too so if you're into D and those types of games you could sit there and listen to a campaign and stuff like that and kind of get the nerds shut up nope <laughs> never I hope, uh, I hope it went well enough for them to want to come out east. They, I guess, year, are cause... supposed to have an announcement tomorrow. Oh, really? Oh. So, watch your watch 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 your posts, guys. Watch your. I was gonna say, watch your fingers on the put your fingers on the pulse of it. And I was like, no, no, that's gonna go all bad all over the place. <laughs> so that was no, July. They're not Sorry. going over to you guys. They're staying by us. We need something. No, cool. They can do both. Shut up. Um, so that would lead us into August and that would lead us into Fan Expo, I would think. Anyways, there were some smaller events that some of us, like I went to CK Expo in, uh, I believe it was May this year. Uh, we did the Ren Fest this year as well, which we're doing again this mm -hmm. year. Uh, I did Forest City Comic Con, which was in there as well. I was a special guest judge at that one. So that was all cool. Mm -hmm. Smaller events, but nice, small, local events that, I mean, CK Expo is my home away from home. It's going to two days this year, guys, by the way. October, or sorry, April, I think 27th and 28th this year. The first, it's the 10th anniversary, and it's the first time they're doing two days. So some nice. very, very exciting stuff happening in, uh, in Chatham-Kent. But then, yeah, then we got the Fan Expo and... Uh, we spoke pretty at length on the post show about our experience as the Geeks and Co. at Fan Expo, so we probably don't need to drag all that out again. But overall, what did you think of the show as far as compared to previous Fan Expos? Jess, I know you haven't been to a ton of them, but and, and QD, I guess probably you haven't been to a ton of them either. I've but... been to four. Okay, that's that's quite a bit. So Yeah, this is my fifth Fan Expo, I think. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. You know. yeah, so you guys are doing all right. So what did, what did um, you guys? I, uh, how did this show this year show compare? Based, uh, try to forget where we were because I know it made it tough to see the whole show from where. Well, we were Well, that's at, the but... thing, right? It was hard to see how mm. busy it actually was out there because it wasn't busy where we were, right? So, to me, it felt like it was way less busy than the previous year. I remember last year them coming that, around. Yeah. And telling us, guys, I know you're vendors, but if you leave the building, you're not coming back in. We're we're over capacity. Uh -huh. They oversold the show, and they flat out told us, if you leave the building, you won't be able to come back in. Right. Um, that's how many people were there last year. I very much doubt there was anywhere close to that this year. Just want to point out, Sam. Yeah, it's it, you can thank JS for the clickbaity uh, <laughs> thumbnail there. It's the end. 
as the title of, of the, the con season. Being. Absolutely. It's just of the con <laughs> season. Uh, JS and Jeff, y'all got to send me a, a full schedule of Ontario cons. I'm happy to. I think I get to a few more than JS right does. Now. So uh, I'm happy to send you the ones that I, I attend since you and I are only about an hour apart now, dude. JS is a little further out. He's on the other side of Toronto. So it's a little bit more difficult to him for him to get to some of the stuff that's closer to us type of thing. So yeah. And a lot of them are more out your way. So yeah, this is <laughs> yelling, yelling. This is the end whispering of God. Season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love that. Uh, well, there's so many, like, man. Like, Noah saying it was amazing because cutie and I met for the first time and then, oh yeah. And geeks and co those guys. Too. <laughs> Thanks Noah. Fucking guy. I adore you. Uh -huh. um, yeah. No fan expo was definitely different this year for us like i know you guys talked about it on the podcast and how like where you guys were set and stuff we were in the same space yeah. so we had the same experience but different in the sense of with the can cosplay cards we actually it really got, worked for you guys it worked fantastic and honestly i think the reason it worked so well for us is because you guys had the meetups if you guys didn't have the meetups we wouldn't have had anybody in that mm. room so at the meetups, I was doing my little like gremlin thing and going and like snagging people to come and talk to us. So it worked out fantastic. And we ended up selling out a whole series and a half essentially just from Fan Expo. So that is amazing for Can't Cosplay cards. Um, for me personally, I didn't get to get away from the booth very much. Mm -hmm. um, and when I did, did it was short-lived. I didn't see you leave that booth at all. I, I left once. <laughs> Once for sure, and the other times were like bathroom breaks. But yeah. um, I did make it to the other building once, um, and it was busy. It was very busy. And then I made it back, and I essentially stayed in the room. The <laughs> You're like, fuck like, that. Well, it was more of I didn't know if I had people at my booth, and I didn't yeah. want to leave it mm -hmm. high and dry. So I was like, eh. Like, we had um, Not Possible and them hanging at our booth too but they had things going on and stuff too and i didn't want yeah. to obligate them to things that we didn't have a schedule so it was really hard to what like, i'm shocked right to figure out where it was going where and stuff like that uh the geese co fan x video is done now says editor megan it will be posted soon memories from the room down the hall it's going to be called the the is it gonna, what is it uh, oh god club Why? cosplay thank you I was like, why was that so complicated? Uh, the meetups of Fanex were fantastic, is saying Keith. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, that's something that we started doing at the Fan Expo previous. And we continue doing that at Toronto Comic Con. Uh, and especially, again, big shout out to Teresa. She wrangles cosplayers in She's ways amazing. that, like, like Border Collies wrangle sheep. It's, it's crazy how well she does with getting all the mm -hmm. cosplayers to get them to do what they need to do. And you can see that appreciation that they have for her as well, because a lot of the times we're all just kind of milling about waiting for people to take pictures. And she's like, no, this, no, this, no, you stand here. Now you get over here. Now you get down. Now you're tall. Go in the back. She's very, very good about getting. And that her whole opening line every time it's a group, if you can't see me, I can't see you. So make sure that you can see me. Otherwise, you're not in the picture. So uh, that's cool. I think that's kind of where we. And I'm glad it helped you guys like on the periphery as well. Like, Honestly, like I said, if you that. guys didn't do the meetups, I don't think but we would just have just imagine what we did. if anybody knew that we were there and right? we were having meetups and we had hundreds of people as opposed to tens of people. Anyways, we don't want to get into that. Clearly, the big guest, by the way, was Hayden Christensen because our busiest day was Saturday and our busiest day was Saturday because the lineup for Hayden Christensen was right outside our door. 
So by just by like osmosis, we had people coming into the room like, oh, shit, there's people down here. Yeah, we've been down here all fucking weekend. Um, So that part was cool anyways. And everybody that I've seen that's posting about their pictures with Hayden, which seems to be everybody on fucking Canada's, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole like everybody that was there um, seemed to think it was a great experience, even though it must have been like picture next, picture next, picture next. Yeah. He seems happy. He seems smiling in every picture. He doesn't look miserable since the fact he probably took like 8,000 pictures that weekend. He still looks like he's smiling in all of them. So good on you, Hayden, for giving everybody a pretty good experience. I I heard Stephen Amell was kind of a dickhead again. So... (sighs) But that seems to be every time he comes out. So it hasn't changed. I see no. him when Arrow started, and yeah. um, there was a convention here in Alberta mm-hmm. called Eek, and it was like um, this teeny tiny one in Saint Albert, which is like north of Edmonton, and it was the same type of thing. And I was kind of like, "My guy, you're literally the only headliner here. Like, you know, act like you want to be here." Nope. Yeah. It was, nope. It was sure doesn't. Experience. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I I'm I mean I'm not going to sit here and shit talk Stephen Amell for the next however well. I I did hear more than one story from even this fan expo saying that it was not a fantastic experience with Mr. Amell. So Stephen, I hope you're okay. Hey man, if you want to be on the podcast to talk about it, we're more than happy to have you on. Sure, no it problem was the screamcast. I'm, I'm sure you're I'm sure you're listening and watching right now. I'm sure this is your favorite <laughs> weekly podcast to listen to. The so. screamcasts were for sure the highlight of uh, fan expo as far as the celebrity goes. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just a little bit disappointed that they would focus so much on Scream. They had them all. They were all there. They were the biggest group. Um, they were the biggest deal. Everybody was dressed up in freaking ghost face. There were so many ghost faces that, that weekend. It was nuts. But there was no horror section. Nope. I know. That was really weird to me, too. That was usually my favorite part to go through. I don't understand it. Like they've completely gotten rid of all of the horror stuff. And I know we've talked about it before, but yeah. And it's not like I like, it's not a huge draw at the cons, especially at the Toronto cons. It never really has been because it's already sort of a niche thing already. And it's a niche thing at a niche thing. So it's never been like a massive draw, but to have the entire cast of scream there and then excise in the entire horror section out of the con seemed a really, really weird choice. Uh, and I know they're trying different things this year. They had the tattoo uh, alley, which I think which was okay. took the place of the horror section. Yeah, they not so. usually have tattoos at your expos. They'll have one not or two really. people doing them, but not an alley where it's like an entire two rows. Of There's like doing six or eight of them. Or yeah. yeah. There used to be like one, maybe two that's doing it. They've just bought a booth and whatever. But yeah, Frightmare is a thing. I get that. I went to the very first Frightmare that they had. I got invited there and and I just, I haven't been back because again, same thing. It was like one room that it, for me, it wasn't worth the drive. So hi guys, is Frightmare at the Falls worth going to? Not really iconic. I guess just wondering if anybody has been. From what I understand, Brian, uh, and that's what Jax is saying too, is that is is great. It has grown since that first one when I went. So I think if horror is your thing, it probably is worth it. And I'm going to say to you what I say to people contemplating going to Niagara Falls Comic Con too. You're still in fucking Niagara Falls, man. Like, it's still like a great town to be in, right? There's so many sites to see. You've got Clifton Hill. You've got two casinos. You've got the falls themselves. You've got the American side if you want to go over there and check that out. You're still in a very cool touristy area that you get to have a good time at, even if the show you're going to is not like the best. Thankfully, Niagara Falls Comic Con is pretty fucking dope. But I mean, all we did was drink it on the patio the whole three days. But I mean, still, it was still a good time. But 
So for you guys, Frightmare might be worth it for that for that day. I don't know. For me, I'm not a huge horror guy, so it's not worth it for me. But no, if anything, we'd go to the Wonderland. Uh, okay. On. So Sam is saying it's three. So when I went, it was one day in one room. Now it's three days and the whole convention center now. So okay. clearly, it's gotten a okay. lot bigger. So okay. maybe give it a shot if that if horror is your thing. Like I know our our friends Lacey and Jeff from Lindy Cosplay Splice or something. They're huge, huge horror fanatics. I'm sure they'll be there. You'll probably see some people from the area there if you're going to go. Um, I'm assuming mm -hmm. that's this month at some point, probably towards the end of this month. It's probably closer to Halloween at some point, I'm going to say. I'm going to use my keen detective skills. Mm -hmm. Okay there, Batman. All right. Like I was saying, um, if you're more in the GTA area, we have uh, the Wonderland Halloween Haunt, uh, where you go and you get to ride all the rides up Canada's Wonderland at nighttime in a horror setting. With Amazing. Yeah, people dress like all, they hire people to dress up and scare you. And if you don't want to get scared, you can wear the necklace thing. the necklace thing, and they won't bother you. Uh, it's my it's my safety necklace. Please don't yeah, scare exactly. me. I don't want any jump scares. This is my safety necklace, yeah, and I have yeah. to wear it all the time just to be safe. What uh, do they have anything like that out your way, cutie? Um, For those of you wondering, Cutie's out uh, in, I think she's in Calgary or something. It's it, it's out in it's out west. It's all the same. It's in Edmonton, okay. Flat um, plain anyway, nothingness out there, but jerk face. Um, is there anything out your way in Edmonton? Why, sorry, Edmonton. They do have like a lot of haunts and stuff here that happened throughout mm -hmm. October. Um, they also have we have Fort Edmonton, which is like the heritage type um stuff, and they do it. They have like a Ferris wheel and like a midway section there, so they do like a haunt thing there, which is kind of cool, but nothing crazy big as far mm -hmm. as I know. But they may be mixing it up, who knows? They mm -hmm. always switch everything every year, and then COVID hit, and then everything canceled, and everything's slowly starting to come back. So, Megan Avery, I wear the necklace, Jeff. I uh, what you want to see my shocked face? <laughs> um, Jeff looks now, so bored Judy. by horror. I don't I'm bored necessarily, but it's just not you, my thing. you know what? Hang on, let me go into my profile here because when we were chatting, you mentioned a list. Yes. Of so my next, my next one after Fan Expo was Edmonton Expo. So in my hometown, home base, yeah. which was literally like I think it was two weeks after Toronto, two weeks a week, two weeks something like that. Um, and I literally came home from Toronto and started a big build. To build for Edmonton. Oh really? Wow! In in a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. So from start what was to the build? Charizard. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We were talking so, about that this weekend. Yeah. So I I made that um for Edmonton and I adore Edmonton. It isn't as big as you know a lot of the conventions. Um, mm. but their artist alley is always fantastic. The artists that we have that come there, it just seems like that's the place you always want to be. Um, we had decent celebrities. Um, the disadvantage with going to so many cons, I find for me anyways, is that everybody goes to the same cons for celebrities because they're locked into contract to do a circuit. So once you've been to one convention that have them, you don't really care about them when they come to another convention. Um, Wait, so then, being that Calgary, uh, sorry, Edmonton Expo, Calgary Expo, Fan Expo, Toronto Comic Con, Vancouver Fan Expo, Baltimore, Philly, Boston, Megacon, Boston. Like they're all owned by Fan Expo oh, HQ now. Oh, yep. 
So yep. are you saying these celebrities, like the, the Screamcast, they're going on tour and they're doing all these conventions? I don't know that they necessarily do them all, but I think they're, they end up signing exclusivity contracts. Six. I think they're right? locked into six contracts. Uh, wow. Six okay. con they have yeah. to attend a year, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I know that it's like that for cosplayers. Um, but you're locked into six conventions under the headquarters logo. So you could go to any ones that you think are near you or when you have time in your schedule or things like that mm -hmm. so most of the time if they've been to calgary in april they're coming to edmonton in like september so it's like we we just kind of get the same thing repetitively um and especially because i do calgary edmonton and toronto i see the majority of them everywhere <laughs> so it's very like it is what it is. No, um, Stephanie saying Edmonton was a good show. So it was a good show. I do find Edmonton is definitely like downsized um, from past years, um, but it is still like a really good show. We have a lot of community stuff there. The Can Cosplay Cards had a booth there. Um, we also have MacGuffin, which MacGuffin is honestly mm -hmm. so amazing. I know you guys got to meet one of the people from MacGuffin in Toronto. Um, they actually just released the second part of Edmonton's music video today. So Matt Salem. Yes, he's so nice. Um, but yeah, like th those are my favorite things. So I hung out at the booth a lot because I'm in this big winged cosplay with this big tail and walking through everything was a little bit impossible, <laughs> but, but it was pretty good. So, I mean, you do like a hundred cosplays a year. I mean, I think everybody knows that by now you, any reason you have to do like a 30 days of cosplay, you'll do it. Yeah. Um, convention cosplays mm -hmm. other than Charizard. Were there any new convention cosplays this year? Um, I'm trying to think. I want to say Darth Talon, essentially, just because I hadn't, I had done a body. But well, you had done that for a long time ago, though, didn't I you? I did body paint, though. I didn't do, like, the full costume, so I had to pull mm. everything together. Um, My Ursula Sith that I did, that was brand new. Um, I did Rhea Ripley with the wrestling group as well. Um, But honestly, because I did so many when COVID was a thing, I'm like, I've none of these have seen the light of day other than a photo shoot. So I've been trying to wear my bigger builds that I did during COVID to conventions. So I'm not doing con crunch if I don't want to. I don't have to like, you know, not worry about having something ready. I have so much in my closet. It's ridiculous. So there's going to be a bunch of new ones next year. <laughs> yes, 100%. And like even with Charizard, Charizard was honestly, I leave Fan Expo and I feel so inspired. Like, I know it sounds cheesy and all that jazz, but being in Calgary and Edmonton, not to sound rude, but I see the same people. A lot of people do the same cosplays, which there's nothing wrong with it. But there's not a lot of people who do what I do for cosplay. So mm -hmm. like the obscure stuff or the random stuff or like things like that. Whereas Toronto, I found a hexadecimal. I found a fucking hexadecimal. Like, are you kidding me? And all of you guys just inspire me because I look at that costume and go, I could never do that. Well, hexadecimal from Reboot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I always look at it and go, oh, I want to do yeah, it she so came bad. to the villain shoot, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I always think I can never do it because I never see anybody else do it. And I I learn by viewing stuff. And so coming to Toronto and seeing these cosplays brought to life really inspires me to then go home and be like, you know what? This has been in my, like, build book for six years. Let's go. <laughs> so I ended up making it. Yeah, my Power Girl, I just grabbed it. was brand new for Toronto, too. But yeah, so that that's my thing. Is I have so many costumes that I need to to show off a bit before I decide to make new ones. But in year, yeah, that's what Eric's saying. Do fresh feeling gets creative juices flowing. Yeah, there there is nothing. There is nothing like 
seeing somebody's absolutely baller kick ass some other person's cosplay that hits you on an emotional level Mm -hmm. to get you thinking what can i do Uh that's Mm going to kind of match that see i get that every single fucking time i go out with these guys and they come out of the room in their predator outfits i'm like god damn it I got nothing on these. Like that's you know, crazy. Definitely an inflatable predator, so you can just walk around in like those bobbly inflatable predators. Uh, that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> I was funny. gonna, I was looking to get like the dinosaur suit, one of those inflatable dinosaur suits, and start going around, tooling around in that, and trying to fight them in that. But let's be honest, you've got two wicked new cosplays coming next year, so <clears> don't, don't, don't. You know, no, no, no. I'm just, I, I wasn't meant to be like, no. oh, poor me. I just, you guys inspire me every time you guys walk out in those suits. That's all I meant. Uh, well, I appreciate that. So I appreciate it's, that. it's the absolute truth. Uh, then we did London Comic Con, yeah, which I think overall probably we have the best experience. Yeah, London Comic Con was my favorite con all year. And 100%. see, that was the same weekend as Edmonton. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got to do a couple of really cool things that I feel like we hadn't done before. First of all, for whatever weird reason, they gave us the biggest booth in the place. No joke. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Really. Like I think it was even bigger than the 501st. We had a lot of space. It was probably on par at least with the 501st booth. Yeah. It was definitely bigger than any of the other community booths. Uh, and yeah, it was just such a good time. And we got to do a couple of celebrity interviews on the main stage. Uh, amazing. Uh, Brian Hebert, uh, renowned Kyle Hebert. Uh, sorry, Kyle. Yeah, what did I say? <laughs> he said Brian Hebert. It's oh, Kyle Hebert. Kyle Hebert uh, was there. Uh, renowned voice actor, over 600 credits on IMDb, almost exclusively doing anime dubs uh, for the last 25 years. Super, super cool guy to talk and to. And video games. And video games, uh, and some more actual cartoons as well uh, outside of the anime world. So, uh, and then, uh, of course, the big one we got to interview Mr. Incredible Hulk himself, Lou Ferrigno. Which, I mean, come on, man. The dude stood up, looked me in the eye, and said, We did a great job. And I was like, Okay, if I die tomorrow, my life has been fulfilled. And then, yeah, for me, it's great because it's one of those things where, like, kind of like what you were saying with Cutie, when when Edmonton is kind of like holds a special place in your heart because you're from there, not only is it already, like, in my hometown where I was raised, but these guys come and they say, this is the favorite con that I've been to this year after everything that we've done and all the bullshit that we went through to have my guys come to my town and say, this is my favorite. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, there's not a whole lot in London to be proud of to be from London, but that was actually pretty cool that they were so like happy and, and, and excited that we got to do that. So everything we did in London this year, uh, the May the 4th, the free comic book day, we took JS, we took JS to a place here in London called Heroes for free comic book day. And it's like the Silver Snail used to be. It's just like a, a mecca of like collectibles and comics and games. And there's it's multi-level. It's a whole thing. All and sorts of stuff. Like JS had to give Jen his wallet because otherwise it was going to be a problem. Like he was like just his eyes were just like he looked like a kid on Christmas. Man, it's like, oh, my God, Daddy, Papa, I can't believe everything. It was it was fantastic. It was so good. Yeah, it was something else. When I uh, stepped foot in there, I, I yeah, wow. I'd open my eyes. Yeah. For sure, two stories. Well, a story, yeah, and a half. yeah, a story and a half. They have an upstairs uh, where they've got more stuff and stuff. Yeah, they, they got, got like half of the stuff. second floor. Yeah, they got more stuff so, and stuff. Yeah, They're we have the stuff stuffed up there because holy cow. Yeah, I mean the the princess crowns were great. Five out of seven geeks and company like to have a, a crown on their head. Apparently, 
the meat vendor guys were super cool. Our neighbors were very patient with us. We were working the microphone. We did our dad joke thing. I I, I yeah. will say this. Um, London this year was fantastic because not only did the all again, all of the cosplay crew show up in London, which was amazing. Um, it wasn't crazy busy like some of these other cons. Like you go to Toronto Comic Con and you're literally dancing monkey for eight hours straight yeah. of just people wanting to come up and take pictures and take pictures and take pictures. Whereas in London, we were actually able to enjoy the con, right? To hang out with people and 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 dance and you know go have a drink and you know like it was yeah it was it was less us putting on a show and it was more us attending a con again if that makes any sense we just no, it totally have does. yeah and you, get a, you get a chance to actually interact with people too instead of it's just yeah. like it's almost like with a slide but it's just like picture next picture next picture next you get to actually have a conversation with yeah. people yeah more intimate a little yeah. more intimate, yeah. Maybe not quite as horny as you're making it, but yes, definitely more intimate for sure. But again, uh, Keith no, was saying you guys to... killed it with Lou. Thanks, Keith. It was Thank it was you. a fantastic interview to do with him. He was very generous with his time, especially with everything that he had going on at that point. We didn't think mm. we were going to get to talk to Lou at all, and then uh, last minute we did get to talk to Lou in front of everybody. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, Eric saying definitely slower than last year. No question that it was slower. By the way, guys, that's not. It wasn't slow by any stretch of the imagination. There was never a time where we looked around and like, this con's empty. It was no. still a very well-attended con, but last year it was fucking bonkers. Like, Bananas last and year. And remember last year too, guys, I don't know, Cutie, if the cons out west were like this too, but the cons here out east, because it was the first cons coming back from COVID and everybody had been locked up for two years, everybody was so eager to get out, everything was fucking jammed to the hills. Like you couldn't move anywhere in the cons yeah, last year. That was a problem too, because like I said, especially in Calgary, um, they had one entrance and one type of exit. So the lines were stupid. And then they had like the BMO and the like big four where you have to walk through, but it was all construction. So they had this teeny tiny hallway essentially with these grates across it where you had to walk through to get to the next building. So it was like you were standing in line forever to get through and everybody's like, Oh, well, COVID's lifted. Everybody's in masks and we're all like shoulder to shoulder. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's what yeah, Comic-Con yeah. felt like. Like there was so many people at one point on the Saturday, I swear it was just a wall of people. Yeah. You couldn't move from, from aisle to aisle Yeah, that were just getting herded down the, the, the aisles, right? Like you couldn't, yeah. Like there are points in the day where if you wanted to stop at a vendor and and, and you could you're screwed. Yeah, you could. You would, <laughs> you're just walking around. Good. You're just looking around. Like, how the fuck is the fire yeah. marshal not come in and shut this place down? Like, there's no. no. If there was a fire, everybody in here is dead. There's no fucking way anybody's getting out of this place. Like, I... everybody's just gonna be crispy bacon. I'm so sorry, but crispy bacon. I'm sorry, but we there was did no way. Hear that? That's kind of what happened with Fan Expo and mm -hmm. why everything got shuffled around at the last minute was. Fire marshals came in and said no more. Well, I think that's also why that. they started doing the um, scanning of the badges too, is to kind of do a better head count of who's going where. Uh, that type they of were thing. they were doing that last year too, and it was still yeah. a fucking madhouse. So I mean, I don't know if they're just not keeping up with that or not, but I mean, scanning whatever. of the badges to get into rooms makes no sense. No, that's oh, stupid. That you want to scan a badge to get into the building? That's yeah, that's fine. Thing. You yeah, want to control who's coming in and out of the two buildings because, yeah, it, you know you're going to be over capacity. Yeah, but coming into a room that you already had to scan your badge no, 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 and no. get through the door. So, so no. stupid. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That, that, that'll definitely. We do have uh, a meeting soon. It's not scheduled yet, but we have a feedback meeting 
with um, the person that was running our side of the cosplay stuff from Fan Expo. So we will be talking to them and hopefully we can get some stuff sorted out and see what's going to happen for next year. Uh, But then finally, I guess, for all of us, would have been the Northern National that we were just at this past weekend. Yes? No? Cutie, what else did you have in there? she did Rose City. Oh, you did Rose City. Yeah, so my September was nuts because it was literally Fan Expo, Edmonton Expo, Rose City, and then Northern National. So where was Rose City? Where was Rose City? In Portland, right. Yes, okay. so Stateside Con. Um, yeah. I love Rose City. It's really Michigan or Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. So I have a friend, actually, my best friend of like eight years. I met at Rose City Comic Con, and we've stayed in touch. And I go back as many times as I possibly can to go stay with her and also attend the convention. So it was it was really cool. They had some really nice celebrities. Again, kind of the same ones that flow through the circuits. So it was like I talked to somebody that was in Edmonton. They're like, oh, I'm going to Rose City next weekend, too. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, Artist Alley, like that's where I find myself a lot. Like I'm not a vendors type person, like buying the pops and things like that. I'd rather support the local artists that constantly change their style and have new things. Um, so I'm always spending money in Artist Alley and I actually end up getting tattooed at the convention. So nice. um, <laughs> that's why I was like, you guys don't have tattoo places at your conventions. That's weird to me, but yeah. Some of them we do, some of them we don't. What's funny is is Windsor is also for Canada. Windsor is is the Rose City, which is hilarious because it's a okay, okay. Gonna say something a little less flattering, but it is not a rose by any stretch There's of the imagination. Nothing I rose. Can tell you. No, but it is funny that because they had a con a first year in Windsor this year, also called Rose City Con, uh, that they did early in the early in the year. Oh, okay. um, I'm, and, and from what I heard, it went it went okay as far as that goes so yeah like the i find stateside ones are a little bit different than here like um just for sense of like vendor wise or artist wise um <laughs> well Welland near me is also the rose city if if guys if anybody's been to welland welland makes windsor look like uh the <laughs> nicest place in like welland's Hi, I mean, if that's not the armpit of Canada, I don't know what it. Uh, Welland is Canada. Welland is terrible. There's nothing rosy that. about that town. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, it's all good. As so, you yeah. were so Portland's a great con. Um, it's still a smaller con. I find it to be not as crazy big, but the cosplay there is crazy. And like, again cosplays that i don't usually see in like calgary and edmonton area these ones are like completely different and a lot of different genres that you normally wouldn't like see on a Mm. regular basis so that was really cool they have an amazing costume contest too um it's it's a great experience if you guys ever get a chance to go to a stateside convention that you don't want to be overwhelming um cost you a crap ton of money that type stuff portland and rose city comic-con is honestly one i would highly recommend uh freakish have i been to red deer alberta i have not Uh, the furthest furthest west i've been is winnipeg and once you hit winnipeg you're like i don't need to go any further west i've seen more than enough thanks i'm all right because winnipeg sucks yeah Um, yeah winnipeg winnipeg's a tough crowd um they're a tough crowd Goodness yeah. gracious. Do they have a convention in Winnipeg? They, they do. do. So I think they- I think I think Kid went, didn't he? Uh it's at the end of this month. Oh, so, the end of this month. Okay. Yeah, they always do it around Halloween, which is a piss off because it's like I don't want to spend my Halloween like weekend driving to Winnipeg and coming back. It's always I don't want to spend any weekend like, driving to Winnipeg. <laughs> that's true. Um Ooh. Winnipeg Con it's 
good. It's like anything else it, in Winnipeg? Uh, yeah, it's not the yeah. best of the best, but it has yeah. a good community. So oh, it's that's... nice to see the people. But it's Are they like... Winnipegans? Is that what they're called? Do they call them Winnipegans? Yeah. yeah. Winnipe- hey, boy, Winnipegans? Winnipegans. Winnipegans? I don't know. Yeah, Are there like, any Winnipegans? Is there any Win- Winnip- is anybody from Winnipeg? I'm from Winnipeg, oh, Eric. This explains so much. <laughs> so what are they called in Winnipeg, Eric? What do you guys call yourselves other than I'm sorry that I'm from Winnipeg? Like, what do you what do you call yourself when you're not just crying? Winnipeggers. Winnipeggers? All right. Winnipeg. That that sounds like a movie. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not yeah, a yeah, pegger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a pegger. Well, it sounds like you can't say you're from there and say you're not that because that's what yeah, it sounds no, like. Yeah, no, it's uh it's an interesting place, but they ended up not having a convention for quite a few years, and they just started bringing it back. So I hey, wonder why to... you're in Winnipeg. That's right? why. Um, why are you guys having a convention? That means people have to go to Winnipeg. Nobody wants to go to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie's saying she's a little nervous for the Winnipeg Expo, to be honest. I don't blame you. It's honestly, I don't know. With the new ownership, it seems to be pretty decent. Um But I don't know. Last time I was there was... I mean, you could, oh, it's gosh. that season. You could catch a Jets game. Yeah, so it might not be I think a it was like eight years Jets ago. Mm-hmm. Eight years ago was my last Winnipeg Con. So I, I got nothing from then on. And I also said I probably wouldn't go back unless I was asked to go. <laughs> I do not blame you. Uh, sorry, then would it be the Northern National for all of us? Yeah. Would that be the next thing? <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. it's the Northern National. So we just did the Northern National this past weekend. So that was in Windsor, Ontario. We got invited mm-hmm. out as the Geeks & Co., uh, we were there for all three days. It was the inaugural. I always have a hard time with that word, so I always have to like mentally say it before I... Uh, the inaugural. For the people in the back, the first one. The first one. <laughs> uh, run by some of the same people that ran Windsor Comic Con back in the day before uh, COVID basically killed that con and it never kind of came back. So this was sort of that and the Rose City Comic Con they ran earlier in the year was kind of like... That they're kind of, I don't want to say they're competing for that same audience, but they're kind of competing for that same audience. Yeah. So, uh, it was up on the third floor of the, of the hotel and yeah, cutie was there. We were in a room again, which I mean, we discussed at length, uh, after the fan expo thing and it wasn't, it wasn't quite the same experience, but it wasn't not the same experience either. I mean, when you can see people out in the hall, just walking by or walking into the main area and just not even looking your way and then watching them leave and just never even knowing that you're there, it does get a little frustrating, obviously frustrating to the point there. Uh, my two main guys here and their predators were, or I don't want to see you guys were never at the booth, but every time I turn around, you guys were just gone to wander off somewhere because there's not a whole lot happening in the room. Yeah, it was almost in. pointless to stay in one spot, especially <laughs> in your guys' epic costumes. Yeah. So other than that, I didn't hate the setup of the con. Uh, the main area Actually, was pretty setup cool. Was quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so as far as that goes, uh, it was a little kind of all over the place because I think it was trying to have a hard time finding out what it wanted to be. Like, was it a, a trading card sports con? Was it a geek con? Was it like a, a niche Godzilla con? Was it like a, it couldn't quite get a handle on what it, it wanted to be. It was trying to, to hit so many genres in one shot yeah. that it, but it was th- hard to divide and conquer. But yeah. I think the name, though, was telling. It's a collector's con, right? It's the Northern National Collector's Convention. So I guess whether you're a baseball card collector or a Pokemon card collector or a Funko Pop collector or a, you know what I mean? Like there was all sorts of stuff. There were comic books. You know, like I think I saw comic books at a convention for the first time at London Comic Con this year. 
They don't have comic books at freaking conventions anymore. Oh, they got all kinds of them at Fan <laughs> Expo. What are you talking about? Ah, London they had did. comic books. These guys uh, had comic yeah, books. So did Fan uh, Expo. So they had a lot of hockey players. Um, they did. A lot of uh, uh, Detroit Red Wings and Boston Bruins alumni. Uh, um, I was going to say, what's hockey? <laughs> I thought you were Canadian. I am. And Western uh, Canadian, too. She's in Edmonton, though. What are you going to do? The teams out there suck now. The Flames and the Oilers are dogs. They've shit. only had the best player in the league for the last 12 years and still can't make it to the playoffs. So. Exactly. Well, they make it to the playoffs. They just don't make it very long. Yeah, um, just tap, like, dribble into it. Like, not yeah, so there were some cool moments. We got to do a couple panels up on the main stage. Yeah. Uh, Geeks & Co. is part of like sort of the cosplay contingent, which was another kind of contingent that was also involved in the con itself. Um, we, we met some, another predator. We did meet another predator. Uh, yes. So we got to meet Dane Allegro last year at London mm -hmm. Comic Con. We met Brian Prince, who is the fugitive predator in The Predator from 2017, 2018. I, I think 2018. Yeah. Um, so we got to meet him. He came and hung out at the booth for a while. So nice. Uh, he was so nice. He was so cool. Uh, he did some pictures with us. Oh, um, he was generous with his time, for sure. No he question. was. Um, yeah. They set up some photo ops, which the photo ops didn't go down very well. Um, I, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know how photo ops typically work. Like, I don't. I've never been involved in that. Not like that. Sure. Not like that. And I don't. I, I've never really bought a photo op. Anytime I've been in a photo op, it's because I've been asked to be. So I don't really know how it all works, but. This doesn't seem to be how it's supposed to work. Um, and and I don't want to talk for anybody else, but I could feel frustration from the celebrities because they were right behind us, right? Just so everybody know, the photo op area was literally behind our curtain. That's where they were getting set up. And so we would be able to peek in and and, and mess with them a little and, and, you know, have some fun, right? Um I think so, you know, that, like I said, when it, they're trying to do a whole bunch of different um, genres of things, like with the alignment of celebrities, like voice actors and, you know, all these different things when they're doing so many different things. Mm -hmm. Not everybody who's a Predator fan comes to the show because the Predator's there. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm -hmm. there's so much, but not advertised enough to push and promote every single one because they have so many that are in so many different things that it gets a little chaotic. A no, wee bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The focus was kind of all over the place. And and all the pieces are there. And I think if they just narrow the focus down a little bit, and I think if they are put a couple of uh, a couple of people that maybe have worked, I, I got the sense that a lot of the delegation to some of the people that were managing some of the things, uh, in fact, I know a couple of people had never done anything like that before. So I, I felt like I felt, some of them felt a little bit like they were swimming with sharks, like they weren't sure what was happening or what was going on. So I think... As long as those base pieces stay there and they build on those and they narrow the focus and they get some good people into those particular situations to help them out, I think that can be a thing. Yes, I'm absolutely. hoping it's a thing. There's a lot of potential for that. Concept. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. There's definitely got to be a narrowing of focus. There's no question. Cutie's right. It's just, it's just too all over the place. Um, so. I still think that a collector's convention is not something you see a lot of. And I think it's a little bit different than just a straight regular Comic-Con. And I feel like if that's the route they're going to go, they need to stick to that route. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and 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 maybe let go a little bit of the comic side or the movie side and the celebrity side and bring in 
celebrities from the Pokemon world. Bring in, well, there were a couple, but, you know, (laughs) bring in more sports celebrities, more hockey players, baseball players. I think, I think that's, that would do them well. Yeah, because all of those people did great. They did. The hockey players did it, made a killing, except for Marcel Dion, who was kind of just, I don't know. I don't know what was going on there, but either way, these guys are right on the border. Right, they're right on the Detroit border. If they can get the people from the U.S. to come and spend their very valuable dollars up here, they will be making a killing. Well, and um, I think the thing is too is like think about how many times you actually get to see a hockey player. Think of how many times you actually get to talk to them or get an autograph without paying mm-hmm. crazy amounts of money to go to a hockey game and hope that somebody's mm-hmm. going to sign and do these things. Like that is crazy to have them at a booth. Yeah, and and in this case, you know, we're talking about old time hockey, like people that were like Jeff's idols when he was a kid, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, very cool. There's the ingredients are really all there. Mm-hmm. I mean, this con could explode and be a massive, massive con, um, but they need to get the people in there. Mm-hmm. That's my other problem with this con is it was very, very, very slow. There wasn't a lot of people in there. I feel like on the Sunday maybe was the busy day. Oh. Again, hard to say. What did you think? I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, you weren't even there. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think I want to say Sunday was probably a little bit busier than Saturday. Not by tons. Um, no. I don't know. I mean, no, I, 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 I thought Saturday was definitely busier for sure than Sunday yeah. was, because um, you, you did have a quite a large contingent of people waiting for those certain hockey players to show up or whatever. I know that was mostly True. Friday night and stuff. True. But, um, I mean, overall, just the attendance just wasn't where it needed to be. That's that's all it was. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of expected though for a new convention. Um, yep. That's the sad reality is that new ones mm-hmm. people are still up in the water, like up in the air. If they're going to go, are they not going to go? Is it going to be worth it? It's that hemming and hawing thing. It's the same thing with GameCon Canada. Like people were like, mm, "Do I?" It's just another convention that's trying to do this, and that one failed, and like all these other things. So it's everybody who has to understand that if you guys don't try these events, these events go away. And then you guys well, claim the thing, that right? the events weren't there. So it never hurts to try it. The ticket price wasn't crazy expensive. It wasn't going to break the bank. You could go hang out, support local. Like that thing for me is amazing. Like that's what more people should be doing. Yeah, I really love what they're doing. We need more of that out our way. We don't, we don't really have any conventions like that in the east end of the GTA in the Durham area. Um, we need more conventions like that like they're not the small little conventions but they're not it's not a big massive fan expo or a toronto comic-con or you know what i mean yeah i think we need more of those especially out our way um and if those shows don't happen these ones don't happen either you know what i mean if people don't go to the shows then they disappear and then you wonder why there are no shows right so i think the biggest thing is is even though it's being the first year we expect hiccups we expect chaos mm-hmm. we expect all of these things we're not going to go in and be like oh my god this is perfect right off the hop but if these people don't go and help with feedback or you know these types of things these aren't going to improve either it's also hard for the organizers right like if they don't make money off of these things it's hard to justify to do it again and Absolutely. again and again right 100%. so 
uh, for sure, we, we love going to these events. So if we want to keep them coming, we need to keep going. I mean, it's that simple. Yep. Absolutely. You'll support them. Agreed. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, Allie here is saying, are you saying Jeff is old? Yeah, he's yawning um, all the time. Don't you see that? Hey, I'm not saying he's old, but the Jeff works at four o'clock in the morning, which means he's up at about two thirty in the morning. So that sounds bad for you. That's it, I mean, we're life choices. Your false sympathy is noted, and yeah, um, yeah, I, I am old, and I, I'm I'm sleepy as I usually am. But having said that. What are we all doing in the off season? Because for some of us, this is an opportunity to take a breath, recharge the batteries before March comes along. Um, just so you guys know, and just so we'll get this uh, conversation out of the way right away, um, the Geeks and Company, obviously, we do have plans to be attending some of these cons next year, but there are going to be some caveats that we're going to have up front that so things like fan expo and the northern national don't happen again so you may be seeing something come up or like oh it's on a comic-con geeks and core are going to be there well we might be we might not be we might just be there as media we might not actually have a booth depending on how things go so keep that in your heads kids when it comes to con season next year we can talk about future plans but it's going to be with some caveats on our end. But mm-hmm. having said that, the off-season, JS, why don't you start? What are your plans from essentially October through February into March? What are you going to do with your time now that you don't have to pack up the fucking kids and move to Beverly <laughs> Hills, that is? Yeah. Uh, for me, building, building, and more building. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I got a brand new cosplay that I need to finalize and put out. Um, I want to make more stuff that is going to go up on the site and then I'm going to take the cons and sell. Um, we need to find a way to fund this operation because right now we're in a situation where it just keeps costing us more and more every time we do something and, and, you know, and don't get me wrong, guys, I, I, I love the support that everybody's been giving us. I, I cannot thank everybody enough. Um, I, uh, we, I need to do more. Um, so I'm going to be putting together products. Wow. There's a massive thunderstorm. You, you can hear the thunder. I'm assuming. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, so I bought like shadow boxes that I'm going to be doing things. Uh, I bought some resin and some, some, some silicone so I can start casting and molding stuff and pumping out nice. products and, you know, like that's the direction I'm going over the winter so that when the con season starts next year, we'll have a bunch of stuff that people will be able to grab that will be available throughout the con season. When it's gone, it's gone. But in the meantime, you know, try to get ahead of myself and uh, get some stuff on the table. Brandy kids, fucking branding. Let me tell you. A-E-B. <laughs> always be closing. I mean, always be branding. Yeah, always, A-E-B. always, always. Oh, I know. Okay, cutie, that's what JS is up to. I think we all know what you're going to be up to in the offseason, and it's not taking a break. So yeah, there is yes, no offseason for cutie, really. Sam, that's actually what I was going for. Thanks for picking up on the walk in there. Cutie, <laughs> what are you, you going to be up to for the next four months? 
Um, well, right now is October, so it's spooky season, and I am doing my 13 looks for Halloween, which is why my makeup is the way it is. Um, I have a shoot after this, so I have to go and deal with that. Um, and then once that's done, I have more shoots planned with costumes that have been in a closet for a very long time. <laughs> um, and then same thing, just constantly building, and then December will hit, and I'll do my 12 days of Christmas for December. Um, and then the new year, I start a brand new cosplay on the 1st, right at midnight, uh, and it's a 24-hour build. So I kick off every year with a brand new costume to get the groove back, to, you know, refresh everything and start from scratch. Bonkers. <laughs> so dumb. Let's take a break and regroup by yeah. putting together a 24-hour costume. Yep. yep. Hey, you know. Cute, but dumb, everybody. Cutie, everybody. Cute, but super, super. No, I'm just kidding. She's not dumb. <laughs> She's got a thing. This is her thing. You're just not happy unless you're busy doing shit. Yeah, I feel really bad having downtime. It's it's a problem. Um, yeah, I always say I'm a workaholic, and it's true. It shows in everything that I do. Um, however, no, but this is also a source of income for you, right? Of like, course. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I stop doing what I'm doing. I lose income. And so right. for me, there's no, like, it's no thought process. It's wake up. Okay. It's even Christmas. I take like three, four days off during Christmas. Um, and that's literally just to do one day of like cooking and having friends and everything over the next day to like clean up everything. The mm -hmm. third day is to go shopping, to do the 24 hour cosplay. And then I prep everything. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot. Um, and then my next con will be April, which is Calgary. Uh, so I'll probably try and get a couple big builds done by then and see, cause I want to do, I want to do more Pokemon armor. Um, I've wanted to do it for a very long time and I haven't. And I did the Charizard, which is one that's been on my list for seven years. And I finally I know, just tackled really it and I love it. It's like amazing. So I'm like, well, why stop now? So I might try and do a couple more builds foam is always my worst enemy and i've been doing a lot more foam this past year so i'm i'm feeling a little bit more comfortable and confident with it so i'm hoping to keep that going nice yeah yeah what about works. you uh i get yeah the problem is i keep getting roped into shit so like for whatever weird reason it's like there's always stuff uh like next weekend uh i've got crow fest on the 14th and i'm going to be hosting the costume contest for that uh on the 15th we're having our big uh star trek day uh for ren fest uh in dorchester uh we're up to 12 guys on the away team now guys so if you're looking to come on board the old uh, uss whatever the fuck we're calling this ship uh uss piss off period piece cosplayers then uh jump on board uh any era any show anything it doesn't matter if you have a trek cosplay and you feel like joining us like i said we're up to 12 now we're going to shoot a little thing as well a little vignette that we're going to post i'm sure somebody will throw it on tiktok or something but it's we're going to see if we can get up on the geeks and co channel um you do your snw pike uh I don't, right I, wanna, I don't know if i spill any beans here i'm, I'm doing something i'm doing something mm-hmm mm -hmm. Uh, yes. So like I said, we're up to 12. If you want in on the Renfest Trek thing in particular, or you just want to like pal around with us, uh, let me know. I'll add you to the group chat on Instagram. And, um, right now I think the plan is Sunday at noon. We're looking to meet up at Renfest and do that. Uh, then I've got a couple of different Halloween parties, both, uh, on, I got one on the 20th and one on the 28th, spill the beans. 
Uh, I am shooting a film, a spill short the movie. Beans, spill the beans. Spill <laughs> the beans. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I'm shooting a film with Mr. Robert Bellamy, who runs CK Expo. I'm doing that on the 21st and the 22nd. Actually, that's back in Windsor. I, for a town I'm not a huge fan of, I, I just find myself <laughs> going back there. So, uh, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, I think what we're looking to do, he's got a script, uh, but we're shooting like four or five scenes. I think it's like a proof of concept. We're going to shoot at some scenes, and he's going to shop it around and see if he can get funding for it so we can, we can actually nice. budget the film. Uh, it's a biker drama uh that is like a sons of anarchy type of thing so should be interesting yeah he asked me he's like dude i need you to play the lead i was like oh okay so i'm oh, like you get to pretend you're tough uh, no i do well, here's the thing so my character is a lawyer who has like left the life to become a lawyer and then his father passes away uh, in 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 unforeseen circumstances so he, he kind of gets dragged back in so Tatted up, Jeff. Yeah, no. Oh, he has the most amazing tattoo, you guys. Have you not? Seen uh, it? Why don't you shut your filthy whore mouth? Uh, D. McInnes, please add me. What is the date for the Trek bomb? Uh, October fifteenth. So you're talking ten days from now, Dean. Um, and Renfest is in Dorchester. That is correct, John. It is in Dorchester, Ontario, which is a hop, skip, and a jump from London. It's in a great big, huge field, the Dorchester Fairgrounds. Um, I think if you just look up like Ren Fair. Uh, on uh, the Google, it will take you where you need to go. The USS Booby Prize, not bad, not bad. Uh, yes, so Dean, I will definitely add you to. Do you have Instagram, Dean? I think you do. I'll have to check. Make sure you've got Instagram, Dean, so I can add you because the main chat's going on in Instagram right now. So, ah, uh, and then think. I think there's something in November too. I don't know. So I keep getting dragged into shit, and I'm saying dragged into a shit. I love doing it. I love being part of the community, no matter what I'm doing in there. And, and I feel like I'm a fairly active member of the community and, and trying to go out there and, and represent and do stuff. I'm sure there's probably going to be another suit up for Jack thing that's going to be coming up soon as well. Um, word from Sean Sean Sullivan, some off season stuff. Yes, right. I'm saying so. There so will definitely be some in the off season. geeky holiday market is also coming up. That's in December, so that's technically the off season yeah. as well. So, so that's, that's in London, thing, guys. I want to organize another Cosmos in the market downtown Toronto in the Christmas market. Uh, Cosmos in the district, it's in the beer district. We went out as Santa Predators last year. We had a freaking blast. The people loved it. If we can get a group of cosplayers and don't, we'll drink some beer. Don't drop your mask this time. Oh, yeah. dude. That was that was terrible. See, was I wish terrible. I would hear you guys. I'd go to all of this stuff in a heartbeat. Right? Well, oh, maybe yeah. you should think about moving your ass out here where all the cool people are instead of um, wherever the hell you are in Winnipeg or wherever it is. Uh, any, sorry. And then, uh, and, then I have a, and then I have a big build I'm planning as well to... And and I've started that actually. Already, find so, big. Big 13 feet wide, 14 yeah. feet wide, somewhere around Big there. Build. So I yeah. can dig it. Yep. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens there. I, and I, I will not, it's going to happen. Well, the other one it, so. also technically a fairly big build considering the amount of chrome you're gonna have that's to that's true that yeah while. yeah that's fair but this that one's um, yeah wait chrome which one is that one well isn't he chrome or is he gold who his armor what do you mean? Who? You showed me the prints this weekend. The helmet's printed and everything. The, yeah, no, that's uh, actually the print is done uh, tomorrow. Actually, so uh, yeah. it, it's kind of like a burnished gold bronzy. It's almost like a bronze, a bronzy color. Yeah, okay. that's not, I don't. I don't really think that's a big build. Not compared to the other one. The other one's the bigger. I'm not spilling the beans on for that. Sure. That's the bigger build for sure. For you better sure. tell me. 
Um, I'm not fucking telling you shit. Um, yeah, that's probably. And then yeah, just planning out the year's cons because yeah, because I mean we do too many of them. I do too many of them. So trying to figure out what I'm going to do, what I'm going to pass on, and go from there. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's at that point where you gotta start. Hey Sam, is it a suit or a prop? Yes. Um, Chantel and I are playing some Christmas stuff. We are in. That's very cool, Nada. There you go. And Redmond Glass works our friend Stephanie. She just got confirmation. I'm in the London gift market. Yay! Uh, we will see you congrats. there. And Rob saying my predator mask went flying at Northern National. Thanks to JS Fiberglass backing them after the Christmas. Oh, stayed in one piece as it smashed onto the sidewalk. Yeah. So, so same hey, thing there happened you go. to Rob this weekend where he had, he was only on two magnets. So our masks have four magnets, but same thing for me last year, the Christmas market, two of them were ripped off. So I only had two magnets holding my mask. And the minute I looked down, it fell. Rob did the exact same thing. He only had two magnets. It fell. It hit the sidewalk, but it stayed in one piece because we fiberglassed them over the winter. So, you guys need to put your magnets in little fabric pockets to glue them to your foam. They will not pull off. Sorry, what do you mean? So, on my, my Wonder Woman chess piece, for uh, instance, in Toronto, you know how it kept yeah. just popping off, and I'd be able to just pick it up or whatever. All yeah. the magnets are hidden in a piece of like it's like a little pocket of fabric that's yeah. sewn around the magnet. So when you glue it to the backing of like the corset or the other mm -hmm, piece, mm -hmm. it won't pop off. The fabric adheres better to foam and stuff like that versus just the magnet. So the problem I don't think is the magnet coming off of the foam as much as it is coming off of the plastic. Same thing. The uh, fabric will glue way better to plastic. Really, eh? Mm -hmm. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, Ali's saying Halloween. Also, I got invited to a pirate party in November. Nice. Sweet. Go there and get all the booty. I mean, we should do a pirate party somewhere. Well, I think pirate. September 19th is Talk Like a Pirate, International Talk Like a Pirate Day. I think it's September 19th go. or somewhere around there. So we, we no, did. We just missed miss it now. It. But, yeah, we did. You know. But maybe maybe for next year we can, yeah, we can have yeah, a pirate yeah. party for sure. Uh, I think that's about it, guys. I think we'll probably kind of wrap this up. Mm -hmm. uh, Halloween Haunt at Groot's in London. Yeah, for sure. If you're going to be in the London area, he's got a pretty cool little Halloween walkthrough there in London. Uh, our Frenchier Creations also has quite oh, a Halloween yeah. uh, setup and haunted house going on in Burlington. She's in Burlington, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, uh, right. I forget what it's called now. We'll have to figure that out and, and, and actually post Ravenwood? it on the Instagram. Ravenwood, I want to say? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Raven, yeah, yeah. Ravenwood mysteries ray ravenwood haunt i forget what it's called now look up ravenwood on facebook uh and if you're in the burlington area go check it out because absolutely ooh, it's gonna be something else it's gonna be crazy yeah. leave us some comments below guys if you're gonna go back and watch this on youtube about what your plans are in the off season what are you going to be doing are you a mad woman like cutie down there and you're just gonna be working the whole time are you gonna be working on branding and merch like our boy js or are you just gonna be building shit and trying to take a a, a long deserved rest for the off season uh our friend john from canadian podcast awards reminding us don't forget to nominate your podcast for a cpa canadian podcast awards hey we should uh, we should yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we absolutely should uh yeah, ravenwood asylum ravenwood yeah. asylum that's yeah, yeah. what it is thank you very much sean uh, we're have, we need to get Sean on the podcast as well. Tried we do to have on, to get just, tried to get yeah, him on tonight, but you know, busy guy, he's too busy for us. He's, you know, he's, 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 he's a big deal. 
Yeah, he's. Uh, I know. Right? You were no. You were like at least seventh or eighth that we guessed. There's what a number? stack. There was a stack list of resumes, and we went through a whole shit. We were like, I guess we got to ask Cutie again. I don't know. Didn't we just see her last weekend? God I know. Damn. I'm surprised. It's too much. Too soon. Right? No, no. We love having you on. Thank you so much for coming on today. You have an open invite. You can come back whenever you want. Uh, yeah. If you haven't already, make sure you click that like and subscribe button. Costs you absolutely nothing. It really, really helps us out here at the Geeks Company. It really does. And you know, I mean, make sure we're going to keep doing these shows. If you stop liking us, stop watching us, and uh, we're not going to do this anymore. No, that's not true. We're just going to no, keep going because we're, we're just we'll those kind of nerds, anyways. The whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how it started, right? Just two nerds uh, talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, so, that's all it was. Know, and now no, we have uh, this media empire in front of us. Look at this. Media <laughs> empire. Yes, there you go. All right. I think that's going to be it for this week, folks. Thank you very much for watching. You stay geeky. I'm sure we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.